Well, if the um, if the tow truck arrives at 6:30 in the morning to drag off your car, you would probably be very unhappy, but possibly not surprised that you maybe missed some payments over the last few months. And if your set of graders told them future clause and said you need to meet with you for a conference, you would be upset, but not surprised that you knew that your daughter wasn't passing her homework on time. And if your washing machine finally expired and with a bang and a cloud of smoke, it would be very annoying, but perhaps not surprised because it was 25 years old and it was only in one for the last few weeks. But if Jesus spoke into your life one day and told you you were busted, in fact you were spiritually dead uh, or spiritually dying, uh, well then you might be surprised and, and devastated, especially if you had a big reputation for being alive, especially if you had deceived yourself and everyone else for years and thinking you were an outstanding Christian and a pillar of the church. And people were continually patting you on the back and being such a fine spiritual fellow. And, and then comes the Word of God, the Spirit of Christ, to confront you and reveal you, reveal to you that you're nothing but a showboat and bankrupt and dead or moving toward death. Uh, and, and, and that would be a terrible surprise. But then, again, it might be a, a great day. Uh, the psalm would begin of a divine rescue operation. Well, that's the scenario that our Lord wants us to think about uh, this evening as he shows us the church of Sardis. Um, the church of Sardis, um, and we'll turn to our studies here in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Revelation 3, beginning of the first verse. <coughs> And to the angel of the church in Sardis write the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet you still have a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white, uh, for they are worthy. And the one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot out his name of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father, before his angels. He was here either. Here, hear what the church says to the churches. So, the words which, uh, with which our Lord describes uh, each of these seven, describes himself in the beginning of each of these seven churches are often very telling and very appropriate to the particular church. Uh, the church of Sardis, of which we have just read, uh, he describes himself in verse 1 as the one uh, 
who has the seven spirits of God uh, and the seven stars. Now, there's no other way to understand the seven spirits of God but to recognize and be a reference to God the Holy Spirit, sometimes called the Spirit of Christ because of his Trinitarian relationship with Christ. Uh, number seven in this case, because the seven, as we've seen and we'll see throughout the entire book of Revelation, is a number of completion and perfection. And, and what could be more complete and more perfect than God the Holy Spirit? Who is with Christ and ever and in the midst of the seven stars, which are the seven churches representing Christ's church and his people of every age? All of which is to say that whatever evaluation the Lord makes of this church in Smyrna is reality, it's fact, it's the unvarnished fact. He knows the truth about his church because he's been present in the very midst of them. And what does the Spirit of Christ not know about every one of us. Uh, the Spirit, we're told, knows all things, even the heart of God, uh, for He is God. Well, so when it comes to confront this church, it's more that there's no mistake about it. There's no debate, no argument, no inaccuracy, no word, a word for a word, room for, for error, and, and no possible disagreement with His uh, diagnosis. And, and what does he tell this church? Well, <laughs> he drops this bomb on them. He tells them in unmistakable words that they're dead. He characterizes them, perhaps not referring, certainly not referring to every one of them, every single one of them, but together as a whole, as a church, he characterizes them as dead. And now, they were not theologically off base. Um, they were not morally corrupted. There's no mention that any of that, with the possible exception of the robes being soiled, the unsoiled by others. Um, there's no reference to Jezebels or Nicolaitans in their mix or, or with some of the other churches. And no, they were doctrinally orthodox and faithful. Uh, they were not, so far as anyone else could see, a dead church. On the contrary, they were probably known, they were told, had a reputation as very lively and active congregation. There was good attendance, and they were thriving by all, all observation and appearances. But Jesus says to them, who would have thought it? That, yeah, all that reputation was a great sham. Uh, you have a reputation of being alive, but in fact, verse 1, you are dead. And then he gives a little clarification of this in verse 2. He says, I have found uh, your works not complete. I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Literally, uh, their works are unfulfilled. They are incomplete. Uh, the Greek word means that they were, in this context, an, an, an empty shell. Um, uh, they were not in keeping with their profession. Uh, I might paraphrase it this way. I have not found you to be what you claim to be or look to be what you think you are. Your profession and show are empty in my sight. In other words, uh, here's a church, to put it charitably, which was thoroughly self-deceived. They were simply plain church. They were a nominal church, which is to say they were a church in name only. There was no real spiritual life in them. They were of no use to God in his kingdom, and they gave him no pleasure. Well, what a, um, 